Welcome back to Flyover Film Show. I'm Isaac Sims in Conway, Arkansas. I'm Olivia Clement in Oklahoma. <laughs> and I am Eric Pham in Arkansas. Undisclosed location. Undisclosed. Uh, Eric, yeah. in fact, has GameStop stock. He's doing and his part. And I'm do- doing my part to support uh, the movie theaters in AMC as well. Nice. I'm, I'm going to buy some AMC stock. It's I'm a good time to get in on it right now. Yep. Buy it and hold it. Hold the line, Isaac. Hold the line. Hold the line. It's been a, it's been a great time for movie memes, uh, specifically Wolf of Wall Street. I've been seeing a lot of Wolf of Wall uh-huh. Street, Three Hundred, yeah. Lord of the Rings, mm-hmm. <laughs> all very memeable movies for this movement. So, has there been one of Aragorn looking back at Legolas and Gimli saying for movies? There has not been, but oh, I, I might have to steal that one. You, you remember that scene right before he charges and returns yep, to the camp? Yep. Oh. That's a good, that guys. Is a good one. Lord of the Rings, Lord of the Rings is so good. It, it is. is, yeah. All right, good. We can we can move on. <laughs> were Were you waiting for us to debate you on that, or no, were you I'm worried just, that we were going to say I, no? Or are no. you going to say like The Hobbit is better than Lord of the Rings? No, no, no. no, no, no <laughs> okay, no. okay. Um, no, I just I read Fellowship of the Ring for the first time. Finished it a couple weeks ago, and it's amazing. And it's also help me appreciate the movies even more because, and this might be owed partially to the fact that I've watched the movies literally dozens of times. (laughs) Um, But like narratively there's, there's so much emotional like weight that Peter Jackson was like, you know what, for a visual portrayal, I'm going to do this instead of this. Um, And it's just amazing. It's really good. Anyway. I'm really tired. I feel like that's a kind of a uh, echoing <laughs> sentiment amongst the three of us. Uh, we are covering six, six Sundance movies. Yes. Holy yeah. cow. That's awesome. Six um, Sundance movies. I'm yeah. P- pulling my weight with one of those <laughs> six. <laughs> you were supposed to have two. I was and then supposed to have came two. Up. Yeah. So. No, it was bad planning on my part. But anyway. Um, it happens. Yeah, I was very tired when I watched my movie. It did not, it it lessened the impact, but I didn't enjoy it less, if that makes sense. Okay. Um. Anyway, Olivia, we were talking earlier before we started. You said that life's been wild for you too, and we're just uh, we're just we're just three moviegoers <laughs> at a busy intersection in our lives, personally. That's, yeah, that's a good way to phrase that. Um, yeah, things are just busy and working a lot. So, so yeah, just being purposeful and trying to watch stuff as I have the opportunity to and time to, and we all had the opportunity to watch some movies from Sundance from, uh, from the Sundance film fest, which is really cool. Um, online because streaming, uh, yeah because we all got to stream it online and sundance is a really i so i don't know if you guys knew this i didn't know it was the largest indie film fest um so that's just a little tidbit and fun isn't it named after like butch cassidy and the sundance kid too yeah robert redford founded it yeah yeah robert Uh, redford did found it it's also like part of the sundance institute um and it 
started as a way for like he invited some emerging filmmakers to work on mm-hmm. some stuff that they had brewing which is pretty cool yeah, yeah it, it's it's a pretty awesome event and a lot of them not a lot but some of the movies you'll see I mean, you see a Sundance, they end up making it their way around the award circuit. There's a lot of good gems of movies that mm-hmm. debut here. So it's, and it it's was, awesome. it was very interesting, you know, you know, you go and select on their website, uh, which movies you want to watch. You have a specific time that you sign up for. So even though I was so tired sitting down on Thursday <laughs> night to watch my pick, what uh, time was it when you watched yours? 11, was 11 o'clock PM. yeah and i was yes, <laughs> yes PM. and so on thursday nights uh i have a a group of friends over uh we're called the ass hats because we watch uh pretentious movies and when we talk about them we sound like ass hats uh, <laughs> so shout out to each of you you know who you are um and so we watched bridesmaids <laughs> And then I Classic. was like, all right, I'm going to watch Censor. Do y'all want to stay? And they're all like, no. And I was like, yeah, I don't blame you. Not because of the movie, but because it's really late. It's 11 o'clock and, and everyone has since, real jobs. I've been up since five o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Not, not today, but uh, Thursday. And I sat down. I don't want to, I don't want to jump quite into it yet. What was I talking about before? Just how we're tired. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 So like, you don't know what I mean. Like I had never heard of these movies. Like they're there's they debut at Sun Sundance, right? So yeah. All we could do was look at like who was involved. Some you know variety articles saying these are our most anticipated picks, and you have to make an educated judgment on which ones you want to see. And mine was uh, the poster was really interesting. And actually for both my picks only ended up watching one. The other one I'm passed off to Eric, but yeah, this was our first time attending Sundance and we might have to go in person the next couple. For real, of for real. Yeah. For real, for real. Um, I was going to ask something, but my mind went blank. This is not good for a recorded. He <laughs> might. I, I have a thought that I'll pick up on while you're. Yeah, recording. I want to hear your thought. Isaac. We might have a place to stay next year if we go, because I know several families. Yeah, several families who live in Ogden, Utah, which is a nice little town, like 30 miles, I think, south of Salt Lake City. No, I think it's north because it's closer to the mountains. So it's very close to the Sundance Resort. Oh, nice. so yeah, that that sounds like a dream. I I very much want to go. I've heard that it's hectic and that you're like on a scrambling bus around. scrambling yeah. around, but it, yeah. that sounds fun. It's like, and the, everyone else around you is there to see movies too. I mean, come on. Yeah, no, I think it would be fun. I mean, I think afterwards it'd be like once we like got back for the night and everything you'd be like wow that was a crazy day but i think it'd be super fun in the moment for sure yeah, yeah. so um yeah smoking cigars in a hot tub <laughs> talking about movies. can i get a hot tub it's nice. it's nice. from a state farm. state farm commercial yeah i was worried that that reference was gonna go who which insurance company has the worst commercials I'm I'm not a fan of uh what's her name? Progressive lady? She oh, yeah. 
You don't like Flo? Yeah, she's not. I don't dig her vibes. Do you like the progressive commercials, though, that are like adult, like people turning into their parents? Oh, yeah. Those the are, guys those trying are pretty, to. Those yeah, are those are funny. I, I those, think State Farm, though. Yeah. I mean, they're the best. Yeah. That's str- that trend of uh, like the kids acting like or the adults acting like their kids was really funny up until the one. And correct me if I'm wrong. I think this was. Wait, was this Geico or progressive? What are we talking about? Progressive. Progressive. Was it Geico then that did the one with the kid on the plane, but he's like actually 22, but he's just like messing with the tray table and stuff? Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm-mm. I don't know that one. No. Anyway, I was about to say that the general was the worst, worst production value, but Shaq is in a bunch now. Yeah. And some of the other guys from the TNT NBA squad are, are on it now. I saw that today. So heck yeah. Yeah. And I think they even poke fun at the, the quality of the commercial and they're like, yeah, we didn't know it was such a great company because of the commercials, but it's actually really great. (laughs) <laughs> now i don't know i don't know anything about the general insurance company yeah uh anyway. anyway anyway what uh eric what what uh what's on what's on the horizon for you my man just watching movies just watch movies what I've okay been a ton of movies lately so so it has made me sad but it's also made me happy because like i started a new job uh last week which you guys know about it's going well mm-hmm. um but also i was telling eric um less time to you know with when you have a commute you have less time to watch movies and stuff so the last thing i watched was bridesmaid no it was censor and then last night when i was like just crashing after getting back from a a long weekend in memphis uh we started the dig which has ray fines and carrie mulligan and it looked quaint and kind of happy and he's an archaeologist named basil brown and i was like this looks awesome and then i was like nodding off and fell asleep at like 9 30 so anyway what's the last thing y'all guys you y'all use use guys watched eric you size of sundance um what did i want uh, if it was sundance that's okay uh the last thing i watched is, at sundance was i was a simple man um cool then before that, I, I rewatched Wolf of Wall Street. Felt only right. Nice. Three hour long movie. Never seen Wolf of Wall Street. Really? I haven't seen it either. Really? Yeah. Really? It's uh, I think, yeah, I think that at some point we should do a, or Yeah, I don't want to watch it with, with anyone. Significant I think other. I just want to watch it by myself. Yeah, definitely watch by yourself, honestly. Um, yeah. we, should, we should do a Scorsese something at some point. Uh, I've, I got. I would love to do that. I love Scorsese. Okay, great. We'll talk about it later. Um, the last thing I watched... I love Scorsese's mom. Have you seen clips of his mom? Yeah, no. she, she's in movies uh, with him. I didn't know that. Oh, really? She's in, uh, she's she in, in Goodfellas. Goodfellas. Oh. Anyway, she's in the, the dining room scene when they come home after whacking that dude and burying him in the ground. That's her? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yep, and I think she's also in Mean Streets. Nice, nice. Nice. Um, what did you watch, Olivia? Uh, so the last two movies I watched were from Sundance. So First Date, which is I watched last night, and then Riding with Fire, which is a doc that I watched Saturday. And then non-Sundance, um, I watched 
Judy, which is the Renee Zellweger movie about Judy Garland. I watched that on Thursday. So that those are my, my most recent watches. I heard Judy was long, like really long. It's long. I so I went over to my my friend's apartment um to watch like we so it's a set of twins and so I was hanging out with them and they they were like let's watch a movie and it was already like 10 o'clock and I was like and you were like okay. do you know I have a podcast <laughs> do you know that I like to be in bed by this point in time um but yeah anyway so we watched Judy and it was kind of hard for me to pay attention because we were just kind of talking the, like they were talking the whole time and I was like no guys like let's please let's just watch the movie but it's okay. I like I liked it, and I thought Renee Zellweger was very good in it. Um, so I think I should watch it again by myself, though. Hmm. So anyway, nice. Heck yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, let's jump in, Olivia. Why don't you uh, tell us about the? I don't know which one. Which one do you want to start with? Which of your two picks? I and I'll how did with... you pick them? Okay. All right. So so I looked at all the times and days of like all the screenings and everything. And I looked at what I like, could, like what times I could watch something. And I went through and like read kind of the synopsis. And so that's, I, I picked the two that sounded most interesting to me. Um, so writing with fire, like I said, is a documentary and it is about this group of women in India a newspaper by themselves which was a really big deal because they first of all they're women second of all the the like cat so the caste system um which is basically india's version of like like socioeconomic classes and everything um has been around for centuries and it's still very much important to them today not that it's not important in america but it seems to be even more um apparent there and this group of women they are all basically like lower than the lowest class they they might as well be um kind of outsiders and yet they have been doing it I, i think at the point in which they had started filming this which was in 2016 they had been running this newspaper for 14 years and um and had just started going digital so like going on youtube and stuff like that and i think they have over 200 million views now and are just killing it and actually they're expanding north because i think they're in southern india and they're expanding north and it was honestly one of the best things i've ever seen i I loved it so much wow so that's so yeah. highly recommend i highly recommend it um because i think so i i mean i personally don't know that much about india um but there's a i what i do know is that um kind of the there there i know there's a lot of tension between um muslims and buddhists in india and that's something that they highlighted a lot in the um the documentary and there's a lot of sexism and classism and so um it was it was just interesting to see how these women 
are just so ambitious but also so caring um when they interviewed people they were willing to stand their ground against men who were very much like you don't belong here you have no business being here um but also were super compassionate and caring to the people that they talked to um and were interviewing like so so like sexual assault is is huge especially in the part of the country they live in and so they would go and like interview people who or family members who had someone assaulted and often police wouldn't do anything about it and so um until until these women would would post it and people were like making noise about it um which i thought was really cool really sad that that was the situation but really cool that they were able to bring change like that so um and it's dangerous being being a journalist in in india is really dangerous they have yeah i was gonna um, ask about like how they just i mean i don't know that much about india either but i assume that they suppress free speech and there's a degree of government interference there kind of like overtly and covertly yeah she she took notes i love this i did take notes i took so many notes that's not Uh, the legal pad i did so since 2014 over 40 journalists have been killed in india which makes it one of the deadliest countries to practice journalism which is crazy that's Um, crazy yeah but it was it was really cool to see all these women like like there was one woman that they focused on who started out like she she was like I've never used a cell phone before which to me sounds crazy because I've had a cell phone since I was 12 but for this woman who is in the lowest lower class you could be in yeah it makes sense and and so it was it was yeah and that that's like half that's halfway around the world like real real time huh right and um it was just it was it was so great and well done and it was really encouraging to see these women you know like i said just be super ambitious and and not back down because and it was interesting because I, I saw a lot of similarities between some of the things that they're facing and some of the things that, you know, we here in America are facing, you know, still sexism and um, classism and that kind of thing. Um, police brutality, that kind of thing. Like it, it was because I think that a lot of Americans, myself included, often view ourselves as being better than certain other countries. And I think it's easy for us to be like, well, we're better than India because of these things. Well, it's like, no we're not um so it was just it was great highly recommend it oh cool 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 nice love it so so yeah that was one of the things um eric what was one of the one of the films you watched real quick before eric before you go olivia say the name of the movie uh yeah so the documentary is called writing with fire um it's directed by I don't I, I'm gonna butcher the names and I'm so sorry. Shusmit Gosh and Rintu Thomas, um, who I after the so I don't know if you guys did this, but after 
the film was over they did a like a youtube live q a with the directors typically and so they the like they they were very thoughtful and careful with with this and they worked with the um with this group of women and were able to actually like show like show this to them before they premiered it anywhere which was really cool so they they were very excited to see the women respond to it and see like what they loved about it that's so, really powerful uh, awesome it was really that's sweet awesome. wow cool so awesome all right uh i the reason i the reason i had you do that olivia is because i've been uh a lot of the movie podcasts that i listen to when they talk about movies they've seen i'm like oh that's awesome and then they're like all right moving on and i'm like wait a second wait a second what was that movie <laughs> was called, called? So- no yeah no you're good i i know we talked about it at the beginning that's what whenever people on podcasts like recommend stuff i'm like wait say it again say it again yep um so no i'm glad you said that eric tell us about one of your three picks so eric, <laughs> eric picked up one of mine because yep, I, yep. Mi- I miscalculated my schedule uh yep so i i watched uh our hashtag jade and the other two i watched were uh recommended to me by uh asian american film twitter um nice. people i follow they said that they were gonna see these and would highly recommend other viewers to go see the see these um first one i watched was try harder a, a documentary and i think this one's probably gonna be one of my favorite movies of the year um it's probably my favorite movie of the year that i've seen so far and I'll just read the summary because the summary is pretty gives a pretty good idea of what the movie's about. In a universe where cool kids are nerds, the orchestra is world class, and being Asian American is the norm. Seniors at Lowell High School compete for the top prize, admissions to the college of their dreams. And so um, this documentary follows five students and their families. Um four of the students are in their senior years of high school and they're trying to get into like Ivy league schools, all these top colleges in California um, and so on and so forth and all the challenges that they face. And it shows a lot about the admissions process, the college admissions process, how it's blatantly racist, how like they focused on Stanford specifically. And I think Stanford, (laughs) got a lot of heat from this movie uh, after it or after it aired because they they had a Stanford's like admissions officer there and they were saying like we don't like admit Asian students at the rates of other races because they view Asian students as like being machines and having no personalities when this documentary like shows the complete opposite of that like all the students in here are like oh. amazing amazing people in and out of school and um, those are, and a lot of the challenges that they face throughout, um, that are based around the race and it, it covers a lot of topics and, um, it, it was, it was just mind blowing to see because you have a lot of these students, they're raised by tiger moms. And if you don't know what a tiger mom is, it's like a mom that puts a lot of pressure, um, on their child to do really well in school. I was fortunate enough to not be raised to talk by a tiger mom, but it's always seeing <laughs> interesting to see the other side of that. Um, and the director, uh, Debbie loom, she was, she kind of actually comes from flyover film country. She's from St. Huh. Louis, Missouri and the huh. documentary. Let's go. Uh, yeah. And she was, she, she'd like the idea of doing this documentary because she came from a smaller community and low high school is in a huge uh, part of California and uh, the biggest high school in California. So 
um that was pretty cool seeing her direct this and i'm trying to think of some of the other notes i have i mean it was it was just a great story and yeah uh amazing documentary i highly recommend it as well yeah cool. it sounds really interesting yeah and it, it's 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 hilarious too uh, there's there's one student who's like a genius who got like admitted to harvard like the beginning of his senior year and they were like talking about how he like got a zero on his ap physics test to help the curve i mean like these guys are like amazing <laughs> I, i'm just like i'm just blown away by the by this generation of kids and it was it was awesome to see cool 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 nice yeah that sounds uh really cool i i'm always fascinated by learning about different like the different experiences of people from different like cultures and backgrounds and ethnicities and whatnot and so that i think is something that is important and so that sounds like something i would yeah it, it's is really entertaining i think it'll be a hit if it ever whenever it gets picked up mm-hmm. by by studio it's it, i'm i'm telling you this is this is one you definitely have to watch whenever it's it's widely available it's it's, okay. it's entertaining for sure i feel like i feel kind of bad that i don't have like a documentary about straight white homeschool males <laughs> the table. like both y'all had really meaningful experiences watching and the q a like the yeah the, the q a was also awesome because she came out and answered a lot of the, the director debbie loom came out and answered a lot of questions and she actually brought the students out and this this documentary took place like three years ago they filmed three years ago mm-hmm. so the students are in like their junior years of college so it was awesome seeing the students in the documentary and seeing them today and cool man are all yeah, the students doing awesome. well yeah, they're they all doing they're good. all doing well. They're on like, I mean, they're all in really good colleges doing like they're going to end up being like people that make an impact on society. So, I don't, this this <sighs> documentary so is awesome. It's awesome. Good. Cool. cool. All right. So, Eric, what's the what's the name of that documentary? It is Try Harder, directed by Debbie Loom. 10 out of nice. 10 recommend. We're yes, off to a yes. really good start. That's why I'm going to throw us a curveball and talk about Sensor. <laughs> A throwback to 84 <laughs> movies. <laughs> but uh, no, really. So this movie, and I haven't, I think I've told y'all a little bit about my fascination with horror, partially because it was a, a taboo genre growing up in my family um, and growing up in a conservative Christian home, which I'm thankful for. Love you, mom and dad. Um, but... This this guys this movie was not as crazy as I was hoping for it to be but in a world in a world in a world <laughs> lush like to the like filled to the brim with any kind of horror movie you could find of various and varying um qualities Sensor is a very good horror movie um this this movie set in the 80s and opens with um so the the titular censor um her name's eden um is haunted by the kidnapping of her sister when they were small and she was so young to the fact that she can't remember really what happened they were in the woods she knows that but that's kind of like a hazy part of her memory that's blocked off partially from trauma partially from being young and having your your mind just be unreliable 
So it starts off with this kind of uh, like a it, it is an 80s horror movie. And then it flashes to her and she's watching it. And this is like a it, the movie opens with you realize that there's this period of time. And I, I'm curious to see whether or not the United States had a period of time like this in the 80s where slasher movies were becoming big like texas chainsaw massacre was in the 70s um but the evil dead and videodrome and a couple other uh like i spit on your grave like other or i don't know if that one came out in the 80s but there were these movies that came out that shocked people there's a certain scene in the evil dead that i won't describe uh, because it is pretty disturbing. Um, and I don't know if y'all have seen it. Eric, you kind of nodded. Okay. I have not seen that. Uh, I, is that I, the one? Um, Bruce Campbell. Bruce yeah, Campbell, Sam Raimi. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, I was going to say, what's his face directed? I could not think of Sam Raimi's name. Yeah, so... so uh, and, and you see some of those movies like in a stack that they're censoring. And so they these people watch watch these really graphic horror movies and take out and and they have to they write out notes and say like this is going back to the producer and the director like you cannot include this you have to cut this much of like the murder like that kind of stuff and anyway the director her name is a uh, uh i think a, this is a, how you say it, prano bailey bond she has amazing bangs. Go look up a picture of her. She has great bangs. I was very impressed. I was way too tired to stay for the director Q&A, but I liked your movie. The bangs, though. I'm a big fan of your bangs. bangs. Great haircut. I'm looking um, it up now. Yeah, and also, yeah, d- directed by a woman. Horror movie directed by a woman. Very impressed. Like, don't nice. see that every day. She does have good bangs. Eric, she, look up her These bangs. would be the bangs that, like, that I feel like some like so, if another woman were to like see a picture of her, they'd be like, "I want bangs like that," and they try to do it themselves, and it just would go horribly. But she's she, Bailey Bond has great, good for her. Prano, I wonder, I wonder if she's British or I feel like that could be Russian, maybe uh, or Polish. Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, she's from Wales. Wales, okay. Um, yeah, and she probably did her bangs herself. I'm giving, I'm going so far to give her that credit. But anyway, so I bet sen- she's so cool. I know, I know. Sorry. Uh, anyway, I bet, I bet she is. I would, I would know if. I mean, I'd people who direct horror movie. movies always have the coolest personalities out of. Yeah, guys. While we're talking about horror movies, did you know that Saw started at Sundance? Yes, I did see that as a fun fact. Before. I that's did a, that's not an know that. One. Yeah, I know that. So I, I learned that today when I was looking up stuff about Sundance. I wouldn't so. say that this is the new Saw, but this is, this is a meaningful horror movie because I, would, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Miss Bailey Bond was raised on these movies, was raised mm-hmm. on the controversy of these movies because personally, like, you look at, at American history, Woodstock was Woodstock was a lot more controversial than anything that uh, censored depicts this time in the eighties to be. Like murders were occurring, and people were blaming the uptick in quote unquote violence. I don't have any statistics to back it up, 
with uh but people were blaming the uptick in violent crime on these they call them quote unquote video nasties video video nasties i don't think any british uh also if you think about it sorry like a lot of it was being blamed on like um satanism and devil worshiping and stuff like that like if you think about i just watched the night stalker on uh netflix which is docuseries docuseries they just released and he he claimed he worshiped the devil and Mm -hmm all this he like would put the pentagram on things and stuff like that and so it was stuff like that that people were like oh well that's another thing that's the reason why things are so violent because people worship the devil um so so yeah yeah um whoa that was weird i'm sorry did y'all hear that (laughs) a little something little burp a little gurgle it wasn't a burp it was a gurgle add some peppermint tea so i'm so sorry for oh, peppermint i want to make a del- point sounds we, so good um, here on uh it's really good i recommend it we here on flyover film show are very good about not eating on camera we drink on camera alcoholic beverages i did eat on camera one time i think or and twice. uh but also water because we talk a lot and we got to keep Keep those vocal cords fresh, baby. Um, so anyway, censor's good. It ends. Okay. I would recommend it to you guys. Olivia, you don't like horror movies, though. I don't. I really want to, but I just get so freaked out. It doesn't make sense to me because I can watch, like I said, I just watched The Night Stalker, and I went to bed and slept like a baby, even though mm-hmm. that was, like, he's one of the, like... He, that guy exists, or existed. That was a Is real person. Alive? No, he died in prison like he Uh, should have but he was a real person who killed a lot of people and did a lot of terrible things to people and not just adults but children too he was a terrible person yep anyway yeah but i can watch stuff like that and be fine but then watching i i couldn't sleep i watched have you guys ever seen the strangers no timothy oliphant no it's like Scott um, Speedman or it's something. It's got Li- Liv Tyler, Liv Tyler. in it. Okay. Um, Home Invasion. I'm thinking the crazy movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what you're thinking of, I think. Um, I love Timothy Oliphant. I, he's great. He's a gem. He's such a... What were you saying about the strangers? I couldn't sleep. He has a snack. <laughs> I couldn't sleep for a week after watching The Strangers. It oh, was man. terrifying. And I, I'll tell you guys the story later, but it, it was so scary. And I didn't sleep for a week. And that's kind of the kind of thing that happens whenever I watch scary movies. So, yeah, um, I have a, just a couple thoughts, then I'll finish up on Spen- on. I almost call it Spencer. Spencer. <laughs> Spencer Confidential. <laughs> <laughs> what? No, that's my. I was telling my buddy about the happening where Mark Wahlberg is like, "What? No, we're not trying to kill you. No, no." <laughs> Crickets. Censor is really interesting because it you it establishes this very specific cultural time Mm -hmm. uh in britain which i really appreciate and i'm paying attention to a lot more in movies um just geographically where they're set in the time period it's it is a period piece um and it reflects all the weirdness of filming something that violent um and the whole point of the movie in my opinion is that there's there like the people who were making these movies in the 80s were a somewhat traumatized 
generation. And that's, Mm -hmm. that's reflected by the main character processing the grief of her sister having disappeared. And then also kind of like losing it at the end and going mad because she doesn't have an answer for why that happened. And that happens also at the climax of like, she, she stumbles into the filming of a very sketchy horror movie like b-level horror movie so it's an interesting movie about about objectification of women and trauma because you know uh prano bailey bond is looking at (laughs) these these demented men depicted in these video nasties killing women and and it's it's very intentional and everything you see is very much she's just saying like you need to pay attention to what i'm saying about the way that she's not like uh she's not giving the okay and saying like oh i love these movies she obviously like has mixed feelings about them because it's like oh like everyone who's getting killed on camera is a woman (laughs) and yeah and it the end of the movie gave me chills because she she basically enid well i don't know if i should say on camera but or on record go watch it i'll tell y'all uh, off my off mic sensor it's really creepy and it's very very interesting I highly recommend it if you can stand a little bit of gore right. yeah no i if it gets if it, if i can see it i i will probably watch it it sounds really interesting also i think great that poster a- that was another reason i picked it like it's yeah, poster poster. seen it on the front with with yeah. fake and you find out later that it's fake gore from the movie set but I was like, oh, that's a great poster. I'm very, very interested. So anyway. Oh, yeah, that is a cool poster. Yep. She just looked it up. I did look it up. Um, yeah, I just... That's another thing is like the way that women are depicted in scary movies, especially mm-hmm. from that time period. It's just... Uh, anyway, it just drives me crazy. Anyway, that doesn't matter. Moving on. Um, then you would like censor i'll watch yeah. it with you if you want okay whenever you come to town okay. maybe we could maybe we could find it um and pay pay real money to watch this movie and support this awesome artist with fabulous bangs yes yeah i i'm i'm game for that let's do that when you come into town in a couple weeks yes very excited about that who's next olivia eric do we want Eric to go again? Because then I have to go again. Because okay, if I okay. go next, and Eric has to go again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't want Eric to go back to back. I mean, unless you want to. Appreciate that. I'll, I'll, I'll take it. Okay, um, cool. So my second movie that I watched was uh, R hashtag J, uh, directed by Carrie Williams, and it was a uh, modern retelling of Romeo and Juliet using like cell phones, social media, technology. My thoughts about this movie um, was that I pawned it off to you. <laughs> yes, Isaac. Uh, I did not pick. <laughs> this is probably the last movie I would ever, ever give money to go watch. But uh, um, I res I, I respect what the creators are going for here. I respect the effort and the creativity. Um, I'm going to be honest, I don't remember what Romeo and Juliet was even about. Oh, man. <laughs> I remember we read it in high school, I think. And Ninth there's grade. Been all, I mean, so many depictions of Romeo and Juliet. 
Um, I know the basics of the story, but not the specifics. And this movie definitely did not help me even understand what the movie was about. <laughs> I'm not going to hate <laughs> on the movie and say it was bad because the, the director and the creators, I mean, they, the way he was talking about it in the Q and a and the introduction, he put a lot of, a lot of care and effort into it. And it seemed like a passion project that he's been wanting to do for a while. Um, I think it's going to be pretty split if you like the movie or not. I think I, I'm not big into the whole social media thing with Instagram and Facebook and Tinder and all the crazy stuff that's out there. So a lot of this stuff was just going straight over my head. Uh, it, it, It was entertaining though, because they would, they would like, they would speak like in the Shakespearean dialogue to each other. Really? Really? I was like, they started talking. I was like, wait a minute. What are they talking about? <laughs> and then they would like, a lot of it is, a lot of the movie is them texting back and forth. You'll see like a, like the cell, the picture of the cell phone and like text being yeah. sent back and forth. And the text being sent back and forth would be in like regular English, like everyday English. So that was kind of weird that they would speak like Shakespearean. Then next thing they know, like, what's up, dude? Like, you want to go to this party later? <laughs> but it was it was interesting. The ending was really interesting. The way they, as if you know the story of Romeo and Juliet, um, the way that they did the ending was creative. So I'll give props there. Um, but yeah, did, this did movie they, did they kill themselves on Instagram Live? <laughs> yes, <laughs> oh, they no. actually did. Did they really? <laughs> well, one of the yes, one chick, Juliet, she. I'm, it's like terrible time by like suicide like <laughs> he has like dying she she essentially gets like bullied and she takes her life uh, on instagram oh live gosh. and she's it was it wasn't heavy for me i honestly I, i'm probably a terrible person because i kind of chuckled because it was so over the top but then I... sorry next, yeah yeah no go ahead isaac so so i i do have a, a little bit to contribute as even though I didn't watch the movie one <laughs> one of the reasons that I picked this movie is because I I had no I'm on record on our pod cast nope yeah pod I was like I can't call it that I'm not I'm not that person I have it on record on flyover film country that I like a good rom-com and I was like, well, maybe this will be fun. This looks unique. The second reason that I picked this movie was because the uh, the producer is Tim- Timur uh, Bekmambatov, who did he's produced like Searching, uh, Unfriend- that's a good movie, Unfriended. I've I've heard Searching. Oh yeah, really yeah. The, the social media they use like. Mm-hmm technology to help progress the story uh abraham lincoln vampire hunter <laughs> i forgot uh, that was a movie he di- he directed wanted um and day one Who, who's in wanted mcavoy uh, and jolie yep <sighs> yeah, 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 yeah great yeah, ending to a movie yeah not my favorite movie but great ending to a movie and have y'all seen the movie nine about the dolls. Daniel Day Lewis. Is that the animated it has the, one? It has the dolls that have human life, and there are like it's like post-apocalyptic, 
I know what anyway, you're talking about. I haven't seen it, but I know what you're talking about. This guy, this guy is producing our hashtag J, and I was like, "That's that's got to be weird. It probably won't be good, but I'll give it a shot." <laughs> yeah, I think. And I think by that, I meant I'll give it Eric to Eric for a shot. I, I, that's <laughs> what I thought. I honestly thought it was and he probably like a, took shots during. <laughs> I thought it was going to be a rom com. Then it it was like I mean they were completely serious. Like this was a retelling of a Romeo and Juliet and. Dude, the ending. I, I'm, you know, I gotta give props to creativity, and they oh, yeah. went for it 100. percent And um, yeah, uh, I, I was gonna say something else. Um, I'm, I'm thinking of. Oh, I forgot, but man, it. Oh yeah, I know. I was gonna say if, if you're if you like 13 Reasons Why, that whole oh, time, yeah, oh, this yeah. is. Oh. I think the whole 13 Reasons Why and that 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 genre of tv shows and movies you're probably gonna like this movie here's a qu- not for me here's a question do you and we haven't really touched on this much this episode in conversation but do you think that this would be a easy movie to market to that demographic like oh, cut, yeah, cut into a trailer and it would be like oh what is that i want to go see that or i like i want to watch that on prime okay. yeah I, I can definitely see this going on netflix and doing rounds with the zoomers yeah <laughs> Zoomers, yeah. yeah. I feel the same way about sensor. Not with the zoomers, but I feel like it'll. You could make a good, um, a good trailer out of it, and people will be like, "Whoa, what is that?" So, I, yeah, yeah. But yeah, as as my final thoughts on the movie, I, I respect the effort and the creativity. They they went for it. They went all out on this and ending. If it ever comes out, I would just go watch the ending because it's it's completely insane. Yeah. Yeah, literally killing themselves on instagram live so Jeez, louise <laughs> that is uh, oh, our hashtag j directed by carrie williams nice eric yeah. way to go picking up the slack that was oh, yeah. yeah good job eric you, put him, be... you taking yeah, one yeah. for the team yep yep proud of you also you know my password to uh sundance 2021 <laughs> <laughs> i do too you sent it to both of us oh yeah sorry i sent it in the group text <laughs> Is Star Lord your favorite Avenger? Shut up, Eric! You can't, <laughs> this is gonna go out to the no world. Favorite Avenger it's is gonna go out to at least three people, <laughs> us and someone else. Yeah. I got a crack out of that when I oh, saw that. I was like, yeah, I dig it. Um, okay, so Olivia, tell All us right. your next Sundance twenty twenty my my second and final Sundance twenty twenty one film is called First Date. It is directed by Manuel Crosby and Aaron Knapp. It's sort of, it, it's so it centers around this like 16, 17 year old kid and he you know classic classic high school story. He wants to ask this girl out on date. Gets too nervous. The girl ends up going, hey, do you want to hang out tonight? It's the girl of his dreams. Of course, he freaks out and is like, absolutely, let's hang out tonight. Also, slight hang up. Slight hang up because this is the way in which we stereotyped uh, relationships and dating and and, uh, the roles of of guys versus girls. He doesn't have a car, so Uh. he can't pick her up. So his best friend goes, hey. I've just emailed this guy who had a, had a car for sale. 
it's three thousand dollars you have that much money go get it so he goes to meet this guy in this kind of sketchy part of town and the guy's like oh yeah i've already sold the card but i've got like three more that you you can check out you're gonna love this other one and the guy's super weird and he the guy the kid is just like okay i'm just i'm gonna buy it just so i can leave so he buys the car it's a piece of crap and he has the hardest time getting it to to like start and to like actually go and basically from there on all kinds of like shenanigans ensue and and olivia loves shenanigans i do love shenanigans from teenagers I, i do i do love a good coming of age story i don't know what the lesson here is other than if you're 16 or 17 you should probably not go to some complete stranger's house to buy a car because you never know what is going to happen and so um that's i think the lesson there because they end up having to deal with like this gang and there's drug dealers and there's all kinds of stuff that happens um it was funny it um is it kind of in line with uh book smart meets super bad not you could i wouldn't equate it necessarily to those types of things like Um, maybe spiritually spiritually yes okay yeah yeah it it would be like like the directors said that they um like they really like Tarantino and it you could kind of tell with like kind of how outrageous some of these things that okay. happened occurred. Yeah. So it would yeah, so there were lots of like, like like shots of their feet. Yes. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, no, there weren't any feet shots, which is <laughs> I'm so thankful for that. But that was good. Yeah. <laughs> um, I do that sometimes for a good joke. <laughs> yeah. No, it was funny. I I I liked it. You could tell I personally think that you could tell it was their first feature. Um, but I think that, you know, it's a decent first feature. And I think that, you know, I hope that these two, uh, Crosby and App, continue to work together because it, I mean, I enjoyed the movie. Um, you know, I left my bedroom and my dad goes, what were you watching? Because I could hear you like cracking up in there. <laughs> and I was like, oh, nice. it was just, don't worry about it, dad. Um, <laughs> nice. But anyway, so yeah, that that was first date um yeah i don't know do you have any did questions? they play first date by blink 182 no they oh didn't. man that's it was a missed opportunity probably well if it's an indie movie they probably couldn't probably afford pretty it pretty expensive <laughs> they i don't think they had any like any songs in it that had any lyrics hmm so they probably had some like uh frisbee golf songs eric probably yeah yeah i i really think that they probably just had whatever that was um like public domain this this reminds me of uh when i said frisbee golf it (laughs) i I, my brain bounced around uh to pop songs that featured (laughs) sports equipment (laughs) and uh the one I landed on was, uh, did y'all what? see? I'm going somewhere with this, what? I promise. <laughs> uh, uh, have y'all seen Always Be My Maybe? 
with a oh uh, with Ali Randall Wong Park. and Randall yeah. Park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I so, I kind of want to though. I really so want to mostly for Keanu Reeves. It's disappointing. That scene is amazing. I would recommend that scene. It's it's overall disappointing. Both of them are super funny. Mm-hmm. So oh, okay. Yeah, I recommend it just on the merit of both of them. But Randall Park has like a like a two man like hip hop <laughs> group. It, of course, he the, does. the songs are on are like on Spotify and, and Apple, and you can go listen to them. But one's called Tennis Ball, and it's like bounce back, bounce back like a tennis ball, and it's like, but it's Randall Park doing everything, and he's awesome. And I love, I love in the MCU, I love Paul Rudd more than anyone else. But Randall Park is like like number two, and their chemistry is keep that's keeping me going right now Uh, randall park he is so funny and i am so glad that he's like he's becoming more mainstream because he definitely deserves it he's so good yeah Yeah. he's good in wandavision i'm glad he's in wandavision yeah i watched fresh off the boat oh yeah Yeah, fresh off the boat is hilarious that's such a good show it's so good it's so Um, good do we got do we got uh true arcanes coming out in me do we got one more Yep, one more. Uh, so the last one I watched was this was eight in the morning. Um, <laughs> What's worse, eleven p.m. or eight in the morning? Eleven p.m. I can do the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah I can do the morning. We're all adults now. <laughs> I would have said that at age twenty as well. So <laughs> yeah. So the the last movie I watched was I Was a Simple Man, directed by Christopher Makoto Yogi. And this is a movie about uh, an old man who's terminally ill, who's on the brink of death. And he's thinking back about his life um, and everything that's happened throughout it. And it all takes place in Hawaii. Um, So the story touches a lot on the history of Hawaii everything that's happened there um everything that's happening there today with like the commercialization and gentrification of it and it's told through the different stories and pasts of this man and i think it's a really beautiful movie i mean it's it's a very slow slow burn movie and i don't even know if there's a burn at the end of it it's really just like a melancholy type movie where nothing really happens. It's just the story of a, of a man, him coming over to America, him falling in love. Um, his wife dies at a really young age. And that's kind of the, the conflict in the movie was when his wife dies, he then pretty much breaks off all the relationship relationships with his family. And he pretty much just becomes a loner for the rest of his life until he's on his deathbed. And then on, on his deathbed, he his family is coming to help and care for him and he's thinking back and looking at his li- his life and all the regrets he's had and it's it's a it's quite a story and um yeah it, it was all great acting constance Wu is in it and she's she doesn't say much but she's awesome speaking, and, speaking of fresh off the boat yeah yeah she she is a she was in the movie she she kind of plays like a, she she plays his de- uh his dead wife and she's like a ghost that he sees throughout uh the movie um and she helps the the story progress along and yeah that 
it was a it was a it was an interesting movie for sure is that a tearjerker um not for me uh it was like i said it was i don't even know if there's any payoff to the movie it was just interesting seeing what i thought what i liked best about the movie was the setting of it in hawaii and Mm -hmm. getting to learn about it and uh seeing the asian cultures and and everything there when uh he, he came over to the to the u.s and seeing hawaii become a state and, and so on and so forth there, there's a lot you learn during the movie how long so, was it it's only an hour and 40 minutes so it's it's not it didn't feel long at all um it was cool. it used its time effectively and nice. uh yeah, it was it was a great story i liked it cool i'm a i'm i am really thankful that we got to to talk about these unique movies and documentaries that reflect um uh more more importantly both of your interests and and passions um so i'm really thankful we got to do this episode and my my interest and passion for weird 80s horror is much not as not as legitimate but still recognized i talked about censor for a really long time so <laughs> and i did not willingly pick to go see our hashtag our j. hashtag j let the record <laughs> when you when you said that i was like <laughs> when you said does when i asked you like what movie is it that you're not gonna be able to watch and you said our hashtag j i'm like do you like have a typo or do you just like pass out <laughs> while you're saying text message or something? Cause I That's was like, what? where someone's going to off themselves on Instagram live. <laughs> it was... Yeah. They... I have a I've, question. I... Yeah, yes. Yeah, go for it. What is your favorite adaptation of Shakespeare? Ooh, good question. Joss Whedon. Was that, wait, was that directed to Eric? Was I being rude? No, I go for it. No, 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 answer. Go for it. Joss yeah joss whedon did he's kind of canceled kind of no not fully he's a little canceled at this point uh but he did a he did a depiction of or much to do about nothing rendition of adaptation golly uh he did an adaptation of much ado about nothing have you seen it eric Yes, with I think Nathan that's my Fillion I think that's my favorite. It's pretty awesome. It is. It's funny because it's set in modern day. It's black and white. It has great. I think it has great. It's like, a, it's an awesome movie. Um, it is long, but Nathan Fillion is like the doofus cop, and he's awesome. Yeah, he's. Yeah. I like that. I like that one a lot. Or uh, Ten Things I Hate About You. Yeah. Or there's another one. She's the man. I haven't seen She's the Man. I don't know if you would like it. You might. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. Who's I feel like man? that's a good pick, though. That that's a great pick. Yeah. What What about you, Olivia? She's a man or ten things I hate about you. Okay. Probably ten things. I I, I enjoy case closed. What is that a What is that a depiction of? Uh, taming the shrew. Oh. Yeah. I can't remember what She's the Man is about. 10 Things I Hate About You. I watched that on the way back from Italy in 2015. And I was like grinning like a moron the whole time. It's so uh, good. It's so good. Heath Ledger is just so freaking charming. He's a snack. He he is. When he sings, oh, that scene. 
So good. So good. Eric, have you seen it? I have not. Is it, it sounds like a rom com though? Yeah, it's a it's a. It's directed by. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. I don't want to disparage. A, um, <laughs> like a teen movie, but it's not quite as. Uh, it can be kind of cheesy. I don't know. I love it. It's one nice. of my favorite movies. So. Mine's uh is gonna be thrown blood. Um, oh yeah. I also really like the Macbeth. Uh, I think it's called Macbeth with Michael Fassbender and Marion Cotillard. Oh yeah, that one is that is an epic movie. Did y'all know that uh there's gonna be a Macbeth adaptation with Denzel Washington and uh, Zendaya? No Fargo. Um, Francis McDormand. Yes. Sorry. Sorry, Francis. Nice. Tired nice. Denzel. Denzel doing Shakespeare. I, I really I, like the Macbeth okay. with Fossbender. Oh, that's though. fine. I <laughs> want Macbeth him to with, do Foss, with Fossbender is really good. Um, I just love the Macbeth story. So it's pretty. Awesome. I think that's like the only Shakespeare story that I actually understand. So Throne Did of you... Blood making a comeback on this pod where I like <laughs> raved explaining to Olivia that they shot. Uh, yeah. with real arrows <laughs> 40 <laughs> times probably and it was epic it was so cool it was really cool um was that really loud i tried to back away from my mind no, no, you backed wasn't. away it was good okay good yeah 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 <laughs> right, right, right. Was... Cool, 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 cool. did you guys eric did you who did you have for english senior year of high school Miss White. Okay. I yeah, I was I took regular classes like all high school career, so I was not in there with smart folks in AP. That's okay. We we read Hamlet. We I we did not read Macbeth. Hamlet. That sounds familiar. Hamlet. Remember, Olivia, do you remember the part in Hamlet where he is acting crazy and he goes, "Do you see that cloud? That cloud looks like a camel. Do you see that?" And the dude's like, uh, "No, I don't see it." And then he like rushes off to do something else. That happens like in the story. It's like an aside, and it's my it's like the only thing I remember about Hamlet. It's the only thing that um Hamlet Hamlet has a line to be or not to be. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the skull that is referenced in like everything. Um or sometimes referenced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's Hamlet. Hamlet's good. I really liked Hamlet. What is uh I like Hamlet. What's this this is movie Shakespeare in Love? What's this about? I remember it winning like best picture over saying Private Ryan or something, and people are always talking about it. Is that I right? Mean, uh isn't Ben Affleck in it? I I is have it, no idea. I think it's him I'm, and someone else. Is Julia I think is in it. I'm not looking Yes, up. that that sounds about right, yeah. But hmm. no, it's no, anybody it's, saw that. We were we were all wrong. Um, Gwyneth Paltrow. Ah, oh, that's right. Close. And, we were close. And, Joseph and Zendaya. Fines. Fines. Joseph. Joseph Fines. Fines? Hmm. He. Oh, he's in the hand. Handmaid's Tale. Interesting. Handmaid's Tale. That is a trip. I watched that. Oh I mean, man. That is. A... I've only seen that is a I watched the first season as well and I got into some of season two, but that is a wild story. Have you seen that, Isaac? No. Uh Jess really likes it though. Man. I don't know if she's seen three. I, I don't know. I, I hope this doesn't offend you, Olivia or Jess, but I like these movies or shows that are like geared towards like 
white women. Like Big Little Lies, <laughs> I'm all about that. There's a Big Little Lies universe. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I we, lo- we texted I about this, Eric. I yeah, love like, Big Little you're Lies. Like, That's the- you texted us out of the blue. Have y'all watched Big Little Lies? <laughs> <laughs> out of out of nowhere yeah there was no props for it i wish i was i wish i was around when that was premiering because i would have totally been in on that action i'd loved big little lies in that vein we watched uh the undoing recently that's a hugh grant nicole oh yeah i heard that wasn't her best acting yeah yeah i can see that (laughs) it was some of his best acting i thought okay but is nicole kidman in that Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, she's in a lot of stuff. Uh, she she was in one of your uh, all-time favorite miniseries, Big Little Lies. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you gotta watch Big Little Lies, Isaac. I'm, so, I, you would I'll like it eventually. You would like yeah. it so once I have time. Good. It's it's like guilt. I mean, it's legitimately good, but for some reason, I just see it as guilty pleasure, like that yeah, anime style. It's like stuff I shouldn't like, but I like. Yeah. Um, we are uh, posing this, uh, leading to a wrap up. We are going to do some fun more preamble conversation based not preamble uh ambling i guess conversation based episodes on some of our favorite movies and we're going to challenge each other to watch movies that the other other hosts haven't seen yes so everybody look forward to that start thinking about that y'all i can't think about it tomorrow i'm so tired (laughs) yes i think that we should wrap up yes and uh also recommend actually does ever okay i guess we recommend all of our sundance picks except our hashtag j is that no I, i'm not gonna say that i would recommend it for if you're into like 13 reasons why 13 reasons why yeah. you know like none of us are yeah <laughs> yeah other people out there that like that stuff what was it rated pg-13 i don't think it was rated yet uh, oh, i don't okay. think any of the movies i watched were rated. oh yeah yeah they had like a disclose like a, yeah like first date will absolutely be rated r but um it it was like this film is not yet rated viewer discretion is advised yep uh then i guess go see each of these movies censor uh our hashtag j try harder with the exclamation mark uh riding with fire and first date those were our sundance picks and i was a simple man and i was a simple man sorry i meant to put that on here uh on our little document Go check those out and leave us a rate, review, subscribe. Punch that like button. If it's on social media, you're seeing this. Like it. Like it. Give it the thumbs up. Give it a thumbs up on the Facebook so you don't get the COVID. And oh, is that how that works? No, that's, oh, not, that's okay. not a veiled threat. I just was talking Good. to my coworker today about how um, boomers call it, the COVID. <laughs> the COVID. Yeah. So that's what I was referring to. We call to. it Rona. 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 Yeah, yeah. 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 And it's millennials Rona. call it Rona. I am Isaac Sims signing off from Conway, Arkansas. I'm Olivia Clement signing off from Oklahoma. And I'm Eric Pham signing off from Arkansas. And we will see you later, alligators. Bye, gators. Bye.